Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in pro wrestling fans here on a Saturday. It is time for Busted Open Radio Podcast Edition here on the weekend. I am Ryan McKinley, the weekend host. And joining me as always, we got the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. And we are just 24 hours away from SmackDown. Well, not SmackDown. Fastlane coming your way on, not the WWE Network, but Peacock. That's right, the Peacock era unraveling right now in front of our very eyes here in the pro wrestling world. So we are going to dive into Fastlane. Be sure, and we are also going to touch on SmackDown last night. Edge returning to SmackDown for the first time in almost a decade in the main event. We'll break that down and what it means for Fastlane in just 24 hours. We also dive into the news of Hulk Hogan hosting at WrestleMania. Mark Henry giving some real poignant thoughts on the return of Hulk Hogan to Tampa at WrestleMania 37. And of course, it wouldn't be a Saturday show without Weekly Winner, where Mark and I give you the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. All that and more coming your way, plus a full preview of Fastlane inside this episode of Busted Open on a Saturday. All you got to do is sit back, relax, click play. Let's get it going. Busted Open on Saturday. Fight Nation on Sirius XM. Live from the Sirius XM studios in New York City, this is Busted Open. Your only destination for daily pro wrestling talk in the entire world. From the independent scene to the main event of WrestleMania, no one covers pro wrestling like Busted Open. Eddie Guerrero was Busted Open. Hot topics, breaking news, and interviews with some of the biggest names in the game. A show designed for the fan by the fan. Old school. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. Meets new school. Busted open. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Live now. That's what I do. And now, here are your hosts, Ryan McKinnell and WWE Hall of Famer, Mark Henry. Yeah, let's get it, nation. Welcome in here on a Saturday. It is time for Busted Open Radio, I'm Ryan McKinnell, your weekend host, and joining me as always in the great state of Texas, you know him, you love him, he is WWE Hall of Famer, and he's got that Olympic pedigree too, he is the world's strongest man, the one and only, Mark Henry, happy Saturday brother, how you doing? Man, I'm doing great man, I am running off of three hours of sleep, (laughs) but it's gonna be a great show because I am halfway delirious. Hey man, you uh, you're not kidding. We we we've obviously been talking now for a few minutes. Eight seven seven three four 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 eight nine three. Shout out to the nation. Get those calls. Shout out up. nation. 
Yeah, but Mark, we were we were starting the show and you were running down your night for me last night. And uh, yeah, you are you are burning the uh, midnight oil, as they say. But there's a good reason you got to do some cool stuff yesterday. Um, and, and we're going to start the show off just just mentioning it, because I think the nation will be excited to hear that. Uh, I, I, I forget the exact name of the show, but that treasure show that's hidden coming treasures. up on Hidden Treasures on A&E, the WWE sort of memorabilia history show that's going to be airing here uh, in, in, a, in a few weeks uh, on A&E. I think it's in April, but Mark, you were, you were uh, filming for that and you got to see some really cool pieces of memorabilia you were telling me about. Yeah, it, it airs on April 18th. Nice. It's going to be something that people are going to be talking about for a long, long time. <laughs> I'm very proud of it. Uh, to, to star in it and host in it has been a treat for me. Uh, I got to live the life of the fan. And I'm just going to say it right now. Get your tissues out. Because there's a lot of emotional things that happen in this this deal, um, this show, that only a fan would understand. There's going to be people that watch this show that's going to be like, why is he crying? But the, the we'll real understand. fans yeah, yeah. will understand. And guys, like, I got to spend, you know, of course it was the first episode, but it was the last one that I shot. And <clears throat> it takes place in the WWE archive room, Very which cool. is about 20,000 square feet. Now, Mark, is this in, where is the archive room located? Is that on the, in, in it's Connecticut? It's in Stanford, Connecticut. Yeah. Okay. And just walking in, you see these iconic photos and you see, you know, like Tommy Dreamer's kendo stick. <laughs> you see the ladders that they used in the first TLC match. Wow. Um, you see the, you know, you remember the old wrestling ring? Yeah, with the red, white, and blue? It's there. Oh! The blue stairs. Beautiful. The bicycle rack. The ring bell with the table. Everything, bro. That's so and, cool. And there's actually a scene where I explain tone and tempo of the bell. And, like, because the original bell that Bobby Heenan and and oh you were i forgot you wearing the bobby heenan shirt i i am my wrestlemania challenge shirt today as i just flashed it to mark is a bobby heenan shirt that's right shout out to the brain so, shout out to the brain and you know timmy white and all of those guys that really were the golden age of television for me i mean oh yeah uh as a kid i i had you know wwf and um, you know, of course, I had NWA and, sure. you know, my, un, you, well, I, I can't say that he's my number one. There's this debate now. Andre <laughs> was my favorite. Right. We all know that. He, he did more for me as a little kid having an identity of somebody that I liked that yeah. looked like me. Well, I, I wasn't a giant, but I was a big kid. And I felt like Andre did something for us big guys. Yeah. And JYD, who was, you know, at Mid-South at the time, um, he was Big Daddy Ritter at that time. 
So I, I grew up watching Big Daddy Ritter. And then when he joined the WWF and became JYD, <laughs> grabbed those cakes. Shit, <laughs> I loved it. Did you get to see? I know you got to see some stuff from Andre. Did you get to see any JYD stuff in the treasures? I did. I did. Nice. I got to nice. see JYD stuff and Ted DiBiase stuff and All Gorgeous right. George. And, you know, I held Buddy Rose's boots. Very cool. Stuff from Pat O'Connor. I mean, just the history. Like, I lived the, yesterday. I had I called my family, man. That's awesome. I called my family and, and started telling them, showing them stuff. Like I and would be doing if I went through this. I'd be calling Faith and my friends. Yeah. And, yeah look what I'm holding. Look what I'm seeing. That, and that's why. That's awesome, Mark. So when the WWE finally does launch this show, it's going to mm -hmm. be kind of the precursor to uh, where the fans will ultimately be able to go one day awesome. and see what the history of wrestling is. And it's going to be a big deal. This is not sure. going to be something. I mean, they should have it like in Times Square. They should have it like at Disneyland. They should have the, it the, at the, like the physical, the physical Hall of Fame. The physical Hall of Fame. They yeah. they need to have that in a place where there's so much foot traffic. Yes, and that is joined with something. Um, I mean, you know, and 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 Peacock. We talk. We're going to talk about Peacock yeah. a lot. Just uh, launching NBC, in 48 hours, yeah. yeah. They, they, they own Universal. So, I mean, it's, that's tailor-made. They need to have that conversation. Uh, since I thought of it, I think that I should get a percentage. <laughs> no. I don't want nothing. You know I, what's got foot traffic? Orlando. <laughs> you know what's doing? Orlando, Universal Studios. No, it is. Yes. Uh, Mark, this is, this is Mark, Mark. This is something we've been uh, talking about as wrestling fans for decades. Uh, you know, ever since the, the Hall of Fame became a thing and those first inductees, and then obviously there was a little break and they brought it back, and now they do it every year. But um, ever since the, uh, they've been putting that premium on the, the Hall of Fame, and it's been such a staple of, of WrestleMania weekend, we have been clamoring for a physical Hall of Fame. This sounds like it's so, you know, we're still a ways away, I would imagine, but a nice first step to get people excited and, and, and yeah, to hear your passion and to hear you talking about it over, you know, the last few minutes before we went on. And obviously now the nation has heard a little bit uh, very exciting and we're very excited. Yeah, I'm not going to tell 18th everything. Hidden, no, no, no. But April 18th, Hidden Treasures. That was a nice little tease, Mark. So we're going to shelve that. Let's get into SmackDown from last night. We have a stack show over the next three hours for the nation. Obviously, we got fast lane to preview and to talk about the NWA is returning in 24 hours on Sunday with uh Aaron Stevens and uh Mag Magnus. I mean, this is uh this is some really good pro wrestling love that we're going to cover over the next 3 hours. Mark, and oh yeah, in about an hour, we got Matt Striker coming up. Nice uh nice blast from the past. Our pal Matt Stryker going to be talking uh, some little slap fighting that's going down on Fight TV, Mark. So plenty of good stuff to get to over the next three hours. But as I said, let's start with SmackDown, what we saw. And really, Mark, the return of Edge to a SmackDown ring after a decade. Very cool moment in the main event. What'd you think about the show? What'd you think about seeing Edge back in the main event? You know what, man? I think that Edge is one of those guys that transcend wrestling. He, yeah. He's going to be one of those guys that when he is done, finally, that we're going to miss. Like, we, we're going to look at, and, and I didn't get to see the whole show because I was traveling. I just had got to see the Cliff Notes version yeah. of the show. So I didn't get to feel 
that everybody else got because they got to watch it in its entirety. And I just got the uh, YouTube clips version. But, man, Edge is, he makes your heart beat fast when he comes makes a comeback. When he, he 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 when he when he's digging in and trying to turn the screws on people, you can actually feel you you, you cringe. You oh man, you you physically react. You're and invested. You're invested, and not many guys in the history of wrestling have been able to do that. Maybe fifty or sixty out of the thousands and thousands of wrestlers, and I I would put Edge in that category. Yeah, and, and you talk about being invested and putting edge in that category. I mean, th- this is a, a story that I've had a lot of conversations with friends, especially, you know, when, when when edge came back. And, you know, there's a lot of mixed feelings in the pro wrestling world. Like everyone loves edge, right? But there's this idea that he doesn't need the belt. He doesn't need to be embattled with this feud. Edge doesn't need it. Edge is a legend. Let's promote younger talent. Let's put someone else in the main event. Well, you are promoting younger talent. Right. It may not be someone new in the main event as I talk about Roman Reigns, but it's a new version of Roman Reigns. And if you want the best version of Roman Reigns, the best heel version of Roman Reigns, the most evil, dastardly version of Roman Reigns, what better way than to pair him with this ultimate baby face that is returning after a decade away? And Mark, he is the ultimate baby face. And it was great to see him come back last night and have just a clean, simple, well-told story and match with Jay Uso. So to all those people that, you know, uh, questioning, you know, maybe not does he deserve the spot or do we want to see Edge in this spot? Is he going to be working full-time? Is he going to be putting on these TV matches? It's not a matches? question of deserving. No, no It's not you. a question of deserving. Thank you. Like the world we live in, you think that I sit around and think, man, I deserve better? <laughs> Never. Never, ever do I sit around and think, you know what? I deserve better than this. That's some bullshit. As a human being, as an American, you strive for greatness to elevate your family, to elevate yourself to heights where it matters in life. And I'm, I'm going to go back. I always make references to food or football. Which one are we going with right and, now? And, and we're going to go to football. All right. What's the biggest thing in football? Uh, Tom Brady. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Tom Brady. Yeah, he's 40 plus. (laughs) But who fucking cares? He's winning Super Bowls. He's elevating other men that are younger than him. And you hear the interviews of the guys and they say, hey, man, the dude is sick. He, he's crazy consumed with football, and he'll come up and test you. Hey, what, what do you know about this? What do you do? He's elevating everybody all the time. He brought all those guys that never played together. Now, one next year, year one, year, one year, next one year, year Tampa. <laughs> is, they may go undefeated. They may be able to beat the Dolphins record because of having time together. That's what Edge is doing. That's what Daniel Bryan is doing. They're older guys that are able to come into the locker room and still command the spotlight, might I add. But they are blessing them young dudes with the understanding of what it takes to be the best guy on the roster. I've been gone for nine years. And I could come in here and steal it from you there's something that you are not doing right. 
So watch my smoke and, and, and emulate what I'm doing. And the business will get better. And don't think for a second, Mark, that a guy like Roman Reigns isn't head over heels, you know, it just it, just in love with the prospect of telling this story with a returning edge because this is going to elevate Roman. Roman's already doing great yeah. work. This is awesome. But our hearts are tied to edge and this story of the last decade. Most of us were around when he retired. We never thought that this was going to be a possibility. Now it is. It's a great natural story. And, and again, Roman uh, feeding off of it, uh, getting elevated by this, pushing his heel run to hopefully places that we wouldn't have predicted. It, it all makes perfect sense. The best baby face in the company going against the best heel in the company meeting at WrestleMania. Oh, and may, might I add, because we're going to be talking about this over the next three hours in terms of maybe, is there enough time for Sammy uh, Zayn and Kevin Owens and yada, yada, yada. What do we think about heading into WrestleMania? One thing you can't argue is this edge and Roman story has been given the proper time and has been built properly. And it is this intriguing main event marquee match that a lot of people want at WrestleMania. And again, Last night, we got another notch in that, another chapter in that book, if you will, Mark, when we had Edge return for the first time in a decade to SmackDown in what was a really fun match in the main event against Jey Uso. You know the most important thing, Ryan, about historical wrestlers coming back? What? The young people get to see them, but the young people get to see the people that, like Jey Uso, evolved around that son, which is that dominant character like Edge. Yeah. People care about those planets now. They care about the, the they, they care about Saturn. They care about Mars. And those are the people that are going to benefit the most from this. R Roman and... Um, the principals, Daniel Bryan, and and the list goes on. Like you know, Edge. They, everybody knows what they're gonna get out of it. But everybody else around the side are gonna, stories. Yeah. Are gonna, the side stories. Yeah. You talk about Kevin Owens and and Sami Zayn, and do they have enough time to get stuff together? You know what, man? When you have a card like with Roman and Edge on it. Everybody else is going to get noticed too. And now you got to throw in some bells and whistles. Those people are going to be remembered. When I got brought into the nation, I was not a major factor in the show at that point. But you look at history and DX and the nation are connected forever. Because you had a faction with a bunch of young guys and a bunch of older guys that were leading the young guys. And then you had DX who had the well-established click older guys leading the young guys, Triple H, X-Pac, China. Like, so we, you, you need the old with the young so the old can bring the young along. And I think that's, the formula that the WWE got away from yep. and they realize, you know what? We, we're going to have to start bringing some of these older guys back to mentor and to big up the young guys.
and it connects generations too. As this Peacock deal kicks off, Mark, we're like 48 hours into it. Obviously, we're heading into WrestleMania. So much of pro wrestling. I mean, you're talking about the Hidden Treasure Show and Gorgeous George and Andre the Giant and, and, and links to your childhood. That's what's great about pro wrestling is we're all linked. My father used to talk about Bobby Heenan all the time, not as a manager, but as a worker. And the idea that, like, yeah. that, that Bobby Heenan wrestled to me was so insane. But I got the history lessons from my family. Yeah. Now I give history lessons and it is that passing down and that continuation of stories and linking stories from 99 in the brood right to 2020 yep. and 2021 and roman reigns it and is real was that for edge yep everybody yep. brings everybody along for the ride and and look at this this is the thing that this is going to trip you out and you've had this conversation with your friends too before man i used to watch wrestling but it's not like it was back in mm. the day Sure. The WWE realizes that, and they're trying to bring, they're trying to merge those the old world with the new world, and let the conversations between the uncles and the dads with the kids, and then the the kids who are now in their thirties and forties, and then their young eight year old kids. So you got three generations of people now that the WWE is trying to bring back together again where they can have conversations about pro wrestling, enjoy it, tell the stories, and see what it is from three generations. That's what's going to bring us all back together. I don't want it to just be a bunch of young people you never heard of because people look at them, and I say the same thing about Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Drew McIntyre, I say, I call him grown-ass man Drew McIntyre <laughs> because he is now. When he was first here, he was a kid and nobody cared. Now people care. Well, speaking of linking generations and the past and the future and continuous storytelling, that is something that has been a part of pro wrestling, as we talked about, for decades, as long as any of us can probably remember. But when does that come at a risk? Yesterday, news coming down, Terry Balea, a.k.a. Hulk Hogan, hosting at WrestleMania. It was making the news yesterday. We got to talk about it. Get Mark Henry's thoughts. I'll give you mine on Hulk Hogan. Hosting WrestleMania 37 along Titus O'Neil. This is busted open. Hi, this is Adam Shine, host of Shine on Sports on Mad Dog Sports Radio. The Adam Shine Podcast is back for another football season. I'll give you my passionate, hard-hitting opinions every week, including picks against the spread and fantasy football advice, all while talking to the biggest guests in all of sports. We talk to celebrities, media personalities, diehard football fans on a weekly basis. It's the Adam Shine Podcast, new episodes every Tuesday. You can listen to the podcast anytime on the SiriusXM app, iTunes, Pandora, and Stitcher. News from yesterday, Hulk Hogan, along with Titus O'Neil, will be the hosts of WrestleMania in Tampa Bay at WrestleMania 37 at Raymond James Stadium. Now, obviously, Mark, uh, this brought up some feelings and some emotions in the uh, pro wrestling world yesterday. Obviously, Hulk Hogan, especially now, is, you know, having folks, I mean, the, the, the legacy has changed over the last few years, right? Uh, obviously, the the scandal um, with the released audio uh, of, of the racist remarks he made. Um, it's been a huge story surrounding him. There's been other things with Balea, with Hulk Hogan over the years that have 
you know, affected his legacy, but he has still been on WWE TV. There's still a lot of people that love him, Mark, but understandably, a lot of people upset with the uh, news that Hogan is going to be hosting in Tampa. I wanted to get your thoughts. Um, obviously, this is a subject that, uh, you know, a lot of people care about, specifically people in the back, specifically uh, black Americans, uh, people of color. Hogan is a lightning rod right now. And it's uh, it was an interesting choice by the WWE, Mark. Well, I, I can see why they did it, being that he is from Tampa. He is mm-hmm. Titus O'Neil is from Tampa. They're ingrained in those communities. But that being said, just because I understand don't mean that it should happen. I mean, I'm not saying that uh, going against their decision to do that because it's not my company. Sure. You know, you, you, do, you do what you want to do. But you understand the risk involved. But I've had at least three or four friends of mine that are kind of, you know, super fans say, man, I'm not watching, man. I'm not watching WrestleMania this year because I just don't want to see him. I don't want to support him. Um, I I did my best to try to um, lend a hand to how you fix and, and, and change things. I can just make suggestions. Yep. You know, you, you have to want to do that uh, to try to fix stuff and put the work in to fix it because um, it can be fixed. You know, I read a story the other day about the guy that um, in, in, uh, in Conyers, Georgia, uh, there was a sign when you come from Atlanta and you go to Macon, Georgia, and you drive to a place called Conyers, Georgia. All right. And the guy that owned the property used to have a sign that said, don't let the sun shine on your black ass mm-hmm. on his property. Mm-hmm. This was in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> and it was tolerated. And it was okay for Conyers, Georgia. We don't want you here. Just like Viter, Texas used to be. And maybe it still is. I don't know. I, I haven't been there. I, I'm not going where people don't want me. But it don't mean that they should be able to allow it to be existing. Right. But back to the matter at hand, the guy that had that property, his daughter married a black guy. He's <laughs> kind of like the the cosmic world going, yes, take how about them apples? Yeah. <laughs> and now he <laughs> So he has a he has a grandbaby. Mm-hmm. that's black yeah and it's hard not to love your own so it's perspective so changed. what what you used to hate yeah now you love and i think more people need to realize that it's a humanizing thing there are people that don't look at us as equals that don't look at us as human and when you make a mistake like you made, you can come out of it. It's just like <clears throat> being a Christian. Once you once you accept the faith and you start to believe in Jesus Christ as uh, our saviors and 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 the and the, the the entity that changes everything and that can get us to heaven, you're reborn. Well, and you we can be as a society, reborn, Mark, and Mark, we he, as a society, we love redemption, right? 
We love to be love redemption. We love story. to we love we love to forgive. We love to forgive and forget and to, Man, and I to build people. Forgive. Back up. I want to let it go. Absolutely. But in order for it that be forgiven and to uh be let go, you gotta acknowledge it. Yeah. And say, I'm sorry for this. Yes, it's deplorable. I did every I did everything but kill. But you ask for forgiveness and you try to keep it moving. I had a bunch of problems yesterday, one after the other, <laughs> trying to get here today. <laughs> <laughs> I did not dwell on the problem. I kept coming up with other solutions of how to fix it. When I talked to my wife, it was, it was seven o'clock. I would have got into I would have got in at nine o'clock. I would have made my connection. I'd have went to Austin. I would have did the show from Austin. And then I'd have drove up here for the SWE event that I'm gonna you're, do. Because you're because you're a problem solver, Mark Henry. Because I'm a but when 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 I when the plane when they said, uh sorry everybody. <laughs> We have a fuel leak on the plane. We're gonna have to get everybody off the plane. That that out of your area of expertise. <laughs> I went, oh my gosh. Instantly I thought right. about my connection. I was like, man, I only got a 45 minute window. And then they said, Well, it's gonna be an hour and a half. Oops. <laughs> well, that's not gonna happen. Did I get mad and start cussing the people out? Man, y'all should have had the plane in better condition. This is bullshit. No, I didn't. <laughs> I never raised my voice. I never got upset because I got on my phone and I started calling. Guys, I'm going to fly into Dallas. I may not get in there till 1130 at night. I need strong Wi-Fi and I need a landline. Yeah, Mark, we got you. Got to talk to the nation. And I'm in my guy's office. I'm sitting in his office. And he's a prospector, land developer. Strongest Wi-Fi I've had. I'm looking at the, the Wi-Fi meter is all the way to the end. I'm on full, Ryan. But you, you have to think about the solutions and how to fix the problems. Yeah. And that problem has never been fixed, is what I'm saying. As we get back so, to yeah. it's festering. Yeah. And my guy, John Murray, I can mention him because I love him. He's like a brother to me. He said, Mark, I'm not watching WrestleMania this year. I'm boycotting it. And I said, why? He said, because of Hogan. And I was like, man, don't let Hogan influence right. He said, it's not just Hogan. It's the fact that the company that I love to support all these years is allowing him to be on the program. And I said, man, listen, I, I'm, I'm arguing the point mm -hmm. because I think it's going to be a great WrestleMania. Don't let one bad apple ruin the whole bunch. And I still think to this day that there's a Hulk Hogan redemption story. I hope so. I really do. Because like he's a he's a part of my childhood. Yeah. And I would like for him to see the light and say, Mark, what 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 do I need to do? 
And I'm going to say, man, we're going to go to one of these historically black colleges and we're going to throw ourselves, you're going to throw yourself on the sword. You're going to answer the hard question. You're going to ask for forgiveness of the entire world because it'll be world news when he decides to do it. Because his influence is worldwide, Mark. I mean, you're talking his, about Hulk his influence Hogan. is worldwide. Yeah. yeah. And when he makes that decision, I'm going to stand right there next to him. And I'm going to say, guys, I screwed up in my life. I made mistakes that my wife shouldn't talk to me no more. The WWE should have fired me. There shouldn't have been, you know, relationships with, you know, some of these Fortune 500 companies that I have relationships with mm-hmm. because maybe I don't represent them well. I was too arrogant. I was too angry. I was quick-tempered. But thank God I was, I was humbled that I learned to respect other people's opinions rather than just my own. And I was able to evolve into this guy now that people look at as, wow, Mark Henry is like trying to do stuff to make the business better as a, in its totality. I like it. And I like it. Hogan could do the same thing, man. I just no know question. he can. And, and I'd be very willing to help because – not just because he's an iconic wrestling figure, but because I want his soul saved. Yeah. I'm a Christian. I'm not pushing my spirituality on nobody. I'm just telling you who I am. Yeah. I believe well, that God guys are playing for all of us. Yeah. And think about all the racists and all of the people that'll hear this story and go, maybe he right. Maybe I need to change too. Maybe I can change. I'm, it's, it's, there's hope for me. There's other people that'll change if he does. Yeah, and I think the lesson there is we all can do better, right? We can all self-reflect and we can all we become all can better, better versions man. of ourselves. And in, in regards, Mark, to the boycotting of WrestleMania, I understand why. I'm not going to tell anyone how to feel. I'm just saying Hulk Hogan is not going to make me miss Sasha Banks and me Bianca neither. Belair. No way in Listen, hell. guys. Don't don't boycott WrestleMania. John. <laughs> We're gonna call John later in the show and go. Hey man, don't boycott WrestleMania. Well, don't Walmart. you miss Bianca Belair and Sasha? Right, right, exactly. Don't do that, that. would be that don't would be a travesty. Hey everyone, this is Lisa Ann, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, The Lisa Ann Experience. This is my chance to share with you my experiences past and present, including how I went from living in the fantasy world of adult films. To talking fantasy sports on Sirius XM. Each week, I'll introduce you to some of the people I've met on my journey and invite friends on to help me read through the endless ridiculousness that lands in my inbox. New episodes are available every Wednesday on the Sirius XM app and Apple Podcasts. The landscape of pro wrestling is evolving, which means more options for fans. So many activities! Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult questions. What was the best show this week? If you ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. Yeah, let's get it, pro wrestling fans. It is time. Hour three of Busted Open coming your way, and it is weekly winner time where we give you 
the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. I should also mention callers. We see out there waiting patiently. Sam star, everybody. We will be getting to you over the next hour. We do appreciate you waiting patiently, but we got to get it in Mark. It was another great week of pro wrestling Wednesday night. I feel like I, you know, dominating the news cycle once again, and, 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 and in large part, Mark, to what was one of the best matches in recent memory. Man, I'm, I'm not going to do this. First. Yeah, well, brother, I'm not going to do this. I'm, I'm well, I was just saying, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do the, the one of the best matches in women's history or one of the best matches in men's history. It, I'm not going to divide it like that. That was one of the best matches that we have seen in years between Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa on Wednesday night. NXT having another great showing on Wednesday night as well. But man, when you have an arguable match of the year candidate on Wednesday night, Mark, I, I feel like it's going to be really hard to take down AEW for weekly winner. But I want to get your thoughts, man. I mean, listen, it could happen. We had some pretty stacked shows we had a go home show on friday night with smackdown we obviously had the continuation of uh, the aew impact story happening on tuesday just a lot of good stuff to get to but as i said really this week i i can't help but you know feel like this was all about Britt baker and thunder rosa it's very rare in this business mark or, or really in anything even in sports just anything, music, sports, entertainment, pop culture, whatever, where you see something and within 12 hours, within an hour, within 24 hours, whatever you want to label it, that you know you just watched a classic, that's what we saw with Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. Like, we saw it, like, damn, that was good, and then we're like, damn, that felt like a classic. And within no time at all, it was already acknowledged as a classic. That was a special match we saw on Wednesday night. It was. Um, those women, not only did they work hard and – you know, there was a little blood and guts to it, which you a know, little. usually see. Oh, well, a lot. It was blood and guts. <laughs> yeah. And you don't, you don't see that in women's matches. Mm -hmm. I mean, you see sometimes an incident happen where a Nia Jax will punch a Becky Lynch in the face, break her nose, and blood's sure. everywhere. Sure. You know, hard way type stuff. You know, you'll, you'll, you'll see somebody get a cut or something happen. But tit for tat. Um, no pun intended. Um, yeah, you said tit, and I tried to not snicker yeah, because we're I'm talking about a great ladies' match. I, I should have just, I should have just yeah. kept going, huh? Yeah, you really should have. You didn't even need I to say anything. Kept going. Yeah, you know it was poor. People, people are at home words. laughing their ass off right now. Yeah, we're sitting here trying uh, to give credit, like not separate the men and the women. This was a great match. Oh, what a dumbass! I have my dumbass moments. Yeah, and you know what? You know what? And so do I. And I was not trying to be malicious or anything. We acknowledge yeah. we acknowledge our imperfections, and that's a beautiful yeah, thing, Mark you. Henry. Thank yes. you. I am not perfect. Like I just <laughs> like I said earlier, I am a Christian in in, in in practice and in progress. I'm training. I'm training guys. Like so anyway, that being said, they went at it with an aggressive nature to where you didn't look at them as women wrestlers. Right. You just looked at them as wrestlers. Just a man. It's happened like three or four times in the last three or four years. You know, when we saw um, Becky Lynch and 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 uh, Sasha in the in the Hell in the Cell, like I couldn't tell. I wasn't looking at. Oh, it's a women's match. That shit was hard hitting. That was just a match. How about this? And, 
how about this mark and, and not to cut you off because but, but this does follow up with what you're saying these great matches that you went down and the fact that this was a great match on wednesday how about the fact that probably arguably four out of the greatest five women's matches quote unquote in the history of the business have happened in the last half decade like that's what we're witnessing we are witnessing yep. a renaissance a birth even in some regards of a new era of women's wrestling and it's really 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 exciting to sit there and be on the front lines of it to watch a baker and thunder rosa on wednesday and to, to have that feeling that you're watching tangible history that's influencing generations of pro wrestling fans that's really really cool because mark we had i had it as a kid but i was a kid austin and Hart, you know uh, uh, uh even even michaels and undertaker i was like 24 25 still sort of a kid now as a fully like 100 developed adult pro wrestling fan to know that i'm living history in this way it's it's really cool to experience it is very cool man it is very cool to live and see Britt Baker has really came into her own mm. and right? whatever lit the fire under Thunder Rosa about eight months ago, thank God for it. Because uh, right before she came to AEW, she started this role of just killing it, man. Just like on power, killing it. Yeah. And when the pandemic thing happened, she started still working, doing the Mission Pro Wrestling stuff. She was killing it on that. Where she'll be at, I should mention, she'll be at tonight at Mission Pro Wrestling. Just want to throw that out there. So, yeah, she out. is. Yep. And I watched a match between her and Jazz. And I always bring up Jazz and wish that Jazz would have been 25 right now rather than uh, – you know, fast forward her into this this world that we living in right now, and that that can't happen. But Thunder Rosa and her had a match that reminded me of this match with Britt Baker. It was so good that I was watching it, and I was by myself, and I was like, looking around. Is it? Is anybody seeing this? <laughs> you, you, did you get that feeling? My when wife was my wife was ma- my wife was in the side room doing something else and when like really good stuff is happening I'll, I'll I'll have her to come out just to get her perspective on it that was so good I didn't even do that like I was like you know what you're not even watching this live you don't even get to deserve it I'm just going to sit here and I know she's a woman <laughs> and she would probably appreciate it in ways that I wouldn't but it was so damn good I didn't even want to pause it or speak I didn't even want to like let my voice travel I was so locked in I was so impressed man yes. and then on top of that the finish, like when oh, when the ta- when the it. tax came out and the going through the tables, they didn't go through the tables like I had seen women go through tables in the past. They, th- I mean, they were getting thrown through the tables, not falling on them. I'm talking about it was aggressive. And Mark, they was, knew they knew it, what the moment was. They knew what they were in for. They knew that this was one of those moments for their career that could it could put them on a different trajectory they wrestled like that was in the front of their mind well it worked because um i thought that nxt was a better show overall but that match was so good and when i say so good that one match can make a show about a month ago i said the same thing about the match that Johnny Gargano and Leon Ruff had. It was about a month ago, right? Yeah, something like that. Maybe like six weeks. It's hard for me. Leon yeah, Ruff like is that. not the biggest guy in the world. No, 
No. Neither is Johnny. But that night that, that they had the match on NXT, it didn't matter who you had on that card. They stole it. And I was like, they get they get my weekly winner. Same thing with these women. Yeah. Same oh, thing I, with these women. They I can't blame stole you. the week yeah. of wrestling. Shit, man. The year, maybe one even? match. That, right maybe now, even that's the, the match of the year. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And, and as we talk a... about, well, also, as you talk about match of the year, right? And I agree with you. There probably hasn't been anything that grabbed us like that. How about AEW history? It's Dustin and Cody, and it's this for me. You, you, we yeah. just watched on free TV between two women in the main event on Dynamite, the arguably, for a lot of people's taste, the best match in AEW history. That's some pretty cool shit. Yeah, that's that's good. And and then you look at the social media. We always got to mention social media because that's the world we live in. Sure. Did you see what 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 Lance said? What Lance Storm said? No, Did I missed it. What, what he said? Mick Foley said. I saw Mick. All, yep. all like all of these these uh, these historically great wrestlers. Yeah. Were saying, "Damn, what a match!" And all timer. Yeah. Two thumbs up. This is like, wow. I, I was so amazed. And when you get people like me and Bully and, and Mick Foley and Lance Storm and the list goes on of people that gave that match pro- There were people that worked for the WWE that was like, woo. And they had emojis with the thumbs and the fire and all of this kind of <laughs> stuff. That's, That's when right. you're over. Yes. So let That's me ask you this. when you're over. Let me ask you this. What was the formula? You are the worker. You are the Hall of Famer. You are the man behind the scenes in the ring. You are the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. For me, I watched it. It was the stiffness. It was the authoritativeness of the moves. It was the the storytelling that made it so compelling. But I think so much of that is the the stiffness of it that made the storytelling compelling. All of those pale in the comparison of the number one thing that made that match. Which is? Hill versus babyface it was definitive you knew who was who you knew who to pull for and they did not deviate from it the match and i was critical yesterday of the match that Sheeta had with uh what's the what's the other japanese girl um um it's a um Man, I know I'm, who you're I'm, talking about. I don't want to butcher brain. it. So I'd... Y'all know what yes. I'm talking about. The finals of the, yes, yes. The finals of the tournament. Tournament, yes. They went back and forth, back and forth, heel, babyface, heel, babyface yep. so many times. And then they had false finishes. They went through about 20 false finishes, 10 of which were heel finishes, false finishes. Why would she to do a heel thing? Why? When right. the other person is obviously the one that had worked heel most of the match. When you throw me off, then you, I'm, then I'm like this. I'm turn the channel. Because I'm not interested no more. But with Britt Baker and with Thunder Rosa, bro, I was so all in that it, it just it just blew my mind. 
Well, yeah, we got the yeah, name yeah. there. Uh, the with uh, Andre Rio Mizunami. I didn't want to butcher the, yeah, the last name with Mizunami. Um, but yeah, Rio Mizunami. To the listeners out there, absolutely, like absolutely. My, my brain. I've been hitting the head a lot, y'all. I'm well, telling you. Like, <laughs> what's my I excuse? And you're and you're only on you're only on three hours of sleep as well. But no, uh, I love that breakdown there. You know, at least in terms of your eyes, the reason why that the effectiveness of that match and why we're talking about it today. The main reason, the simple storytelling of the heel and the baby face and the very easy to follow story for me it was it not necessarily spots necessarily but the way they were executed the force at which they were executed the creativity at which they were executed i know the and death the valley passion. driver yeah the death valley driver onto the ladder i don't know if that spot can be pulled off by anyone it was still a fun beautiful spot and you're nitpicking at that point by and large that is one of the best matches not by and large that is one of the best matches we have seen in aew history and you can't deny it and mark I'm with you, and I don't even think, you know, even you said that NXT was a better show overall. I don't even think it was. I mean, it was a good show. Don't get me wrong, but this week, and, and it's not always like this. I thought AEW had, by and, a by, by and large and far and away, the best wrestling show of the week. Ray Phoenix and Angelico, uh, the, 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 obviously the main event there, that uh, the lights out unsanctioned match, just unbelievable. I thought the tag match with Moxley and Kingston was good. I always love a good roll-up, a good you know unpredictable finish in that way uh jay cargill continuing to highlight her on wednesday night i like that in the Look opening like match between bucks. absolutely and that opening match between cody and penta i thought again with another roll-up roll-up sort of being the story on wednesday night uh, i thought that mm -hmm. was great just good pro wrestling all the way throughout good highlighting of their stars jay cargill the young talent getting some more push as well but the main event mark when, when you just got that book ended with penta and cody to open the show you end the show with thunder rosa and Britt baker like let's get it that was the best show in pro wrestling for me this week as well for you aew the unanimous winner for weekly winner here on a saturday Hi, this is Adam Shine, host of Shine on Sports on Mad Dog Sports Radio. The Adam Shine Podcast is back for another football season. I'll give you my passionate, hard-hitting opinions every week, including picks against the spread and fantasy football advice, all while talking to the biggest guests in all of sports. We talk to celebrities, media personalities, diehard football fans on a weekly basis. It's the Adam Shine Podcast, new episodes every Tuesday. You can listen to the podcast anytime on the SiriusXM app, iTunes, Pandora, and Stitcher. Fast Lane is here, the last stop on the road to WrestleMania. Thank goodness we are just a few weeks away from WrestleMania. Two-night WrestleMania, fans back in attendance, tickets on sale yesterday. Very exciting time as we slowly get back to normal as the vaccine rolls out. And uh, well, I'll tell you what, Mark, this is certainly not going to be a year I ever forget. <laughs> no, I don't think none of us will. Yeah. These last two years. Yeah, uh, it's going to be pretty hard to forget in our lifetimes. And we'll be telling our great grandkids or we're telling our grandkids um, how how we live through the uh, yeah. pandemic. No, I'm not and I'm not telling my grandkids. I'm not telling my grandkids shit. I'm not talking about it when they ask about what was 2020 like. I'll be like, huh? I'm going to I'm a Steve Austin. Them. What? 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 What we don't want to talk what? about that. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't talk about we don't got, talk about the last amnesia. year. <laughs> yeah, I will say this. I will say this. I took so much stuff for granted. I've been very fortunate in my life to do a lot of things with live events and concerts and pro wrestling shows. And I mean, I'm in Vegas. It's the entertainment capital of the world, right? 
uh, I'm never, ever, 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 ever going to take live and yeah, yeah, anything live again, you know, rubbing asshole to elbow to people and having people sneeze on me. Like, I want that to happen again. Like, not anytime soon. Like, I want the vaccine. Not right now. No, not right now. But like, you know, I want to get back to that at some point. I, I I thought I hated people and I didn't want to be around people. It's actually not true. I actually kind of like people and I wouldn't mind getting back to actually seeing them face to face at some point here in the near future. But yeah, man, I'm excited to have fans back at Mania. Obviously, obviously as I said, uh, fast lane going down in 24 hours, the final stop on the road to WrestleMania. A lot to get to. But Mark, as we preview this card, let's start with the main event because, I mean, we didn't even really dive into it in terms of what just happened last night on SmackDown, but Edge in the main event against Uso, which was awesome to see Edge back on SmackDown having a match. I thought the match was super clean, well-worked, and Edge ending up the victor last night against Uso, thus making him the special enforcer in this match with Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns for the Universal title at uh, fast lane in 24 hours. Mark, what do you think is going to happen here? Because there's a lot of moving pieces and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's just going to be edge and Roman reigns at mania. A lot could happen in just 24 hours. Well, I, I'm hoping that uh, Jimmy comes back. Mm. Like that, that there is a power struggle where the distraction is him coming and you think that it's a distraction him coming to help Roman, but he comes and he helps Daniel and maybe you get the brother versus brother, but it's Jimmy and Jay Uso against each other at mania and as a little side, as a little as side a, story, you know, a little side, you know, hustle. I, I like that. And if the the loser uh has to you know come over to join Roman which okay. would be Jay winning and now you Roman has both brothers well there's definitely uh there's some stipulations that you can work into that i like that and i also you know depending on what happens you know with edge as a special enforcer you know, when something like this gets included it's hard not to think that this story carries into wrestlemania so maybe mark the way this happens, I, I think it's very possible that that Daniel Bryan actually walks away with the championship in 24 hours. Roman, depending on how this goes, you know, obviously is looking for revenge. He's certainly earned it being the champion that he has been in not just this year, but in years prior. And then obviously Edge already has, has his shot. What do you think the possibility is, is of a triple threat at WrestleMania with Brian Reigns, Edge, and then the Usos squaring off and sort of a little bit of that family blood feud? Because there's a lot we can do here. No question. Yeah, that's that's a lot, man. That's a yeah. lot. That's good booking right there. I like it. And uh, I, I hope that uh, they they bring brother back because uh, both of them together, you remember, like, just the I quit oh. match and, and him coming and covering his brother. Man, I, I was so emotionally involved in that. Like, I want more of that, man. I want to feel yeah. like that. And they and, the, and the, the, we know they can do it. Like, we, we've seen them on the same spectrum in terms of them feeding off one another and the kind of way they can freestyle a promo and how seamless they are back and forth. And they really are. They are two of the best in the business, especially as a tag team. I wouldn't hate the idea of them back and forth with each other from a venomous standpoint, from an adversarial standpoint to Ooh. see what type of back and forth they have, because I would imagine it'd be pretty fresh. I would imagine it would be pretty uh, heartfelt, if you will. Well, I mean, 
if the brother's blood feud interferes with Roman and Roman yeah. loses because of them, now you got something else going on where they get banished from the family. Mm. And you can't kick us out of the family. Like, now you got to deal with that whole situation. Right. It's not your family. It's not your family to it's kick us out It's our family. It's our family, right. And then you get into maybe, you're not even the head of the table. You've seen Young Ooh. Rock. You've seen Fast and the Furious. You've seen Ooh. anything in Hollywood lately. Yeah, Ooh. that's the head of the table. No, you don't trip, Roman. You're good, but you're not great. The great one is the great one for a reason. And, Mark, it's been talked about. We talked about it plenty on this show. Uh, hopefully, I heard you and Dave talking about a year uh, yesterday. If it's not a year from now at WrestleMania, two years from now at WrestleMania, I can wait. I can wait for I'll the wait. Rock to come back in L.A. It's not a problem. I will wait. Uh, he's healthy. You can have the full-blown <laughs> tribal council. Yeah. Have all mm. the elders. Have Ata come out. Have like Jay it. and Jen, Jay, have Kishi come out. Have Romans, Afa and Sika come out. Other members of the family. And then they have to, you know, you have like a court proceeding type of deal. I like Not it. in the ring, but backstage, off from like, you know, in a, in a conference room type thing. And then they say nobody else, no cameras allowed inside. And then they slam the door and they, they go through and then people come out like the people's court and they voice their opinion and voice. And now people can see and, and, and it's like, well, what's going on? Well, we're going to the ring to announce what's about to happen. And, and you create drama and build it like that. I'm telling you, man, I, I, I love to be sit in on some of those meetings and throw <laughs> and just see how they throw stuff against the wall because. I mean, this story kind of writes itself. In the sense that you can't go wrong with it. The, all the central players are doing such good work. No matter what you decide to do and plug and play, you can almost guarantee that they're going to deliver. Emotions are high. The interest is certainly yeah. there. And you've got so many pieces to play with. Let me ask you, if you could have your druthers, right? If you were just, if you had the pencil and, and, and you could book this main event at WrestleMania, however you would want, right? Would you go the solo way with 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 Roman and Edge, the, the consummate, uh, heel that that Roman is right now and the work that he's doing with this returning edge or do you sprinkle Daniel Bryan in there for a little bit of an unpredictability factor and kind of open up the scenarios a little bit what would you do in a perfect booking scenario for the main event of Wrestlemania one of the main events of Wrestlemania uh, mm, if I had my choice I would like to help book the Roman Reigns rock story next year at WrestleMania in okay. Dallas because I wouldn't do it. I, Hollywood would be the rubber match. You think we can I get would, multiple matches out of this? I think you can get multiple matches out of this. I think that you, um, you do a Rocky four, Rocky three. Okay. And you have, Roman Reigns use members of the family to cause Rock to lose in Dallas. And then in Los Angeles, you have this Roman 
is relying on the family, but the rock has wedged in there and showed them that he's not good for you. And I'll say this. If you're sick of Roman Reigns now and you think the brooding Roman Reigns, the, the evil Roman Reigns is, is Let wearing him thin beat on the you. Rock. Yeah, and I was also going to say, buckle <laughs> up, because it's what Dave said yesterday. We're just beginning this story with Roman Reigns. And when it's on fire like it is, you'd be crazy to think about doing anything else. You have the freaking rock waiting in the wings and you can use him at any time. And then in between that, oh, yeah, we haven't even gotten into the Paul Heyman section of this and what that means with Brock Lesnar right? Brock Lesnar, Paul, the allegiance. There's just so many stories that you can tell coming off of Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman. That's, the work that's that what doing. I would do. That would be yeah. the choice that I would make. The, yeah. The, yeah. You know, there, there's so many other things, right? You know, I, I really, I mean, like I'm, I'm overly excited, yep. overly excited about Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Overly excited. I love to be a part. I love to have some say so in that. Well, what story main, do you tell? Well, the main story is that it better be the main event. You want to talk about a story. It better be a story that is on night one or night. Well, it would probably be night one, uh, the main event. And I know night we got one. potentially what's going to happen with McIntyre and Lashley and all that stuff. I don't care. Sasha and Bianca, they earned it. They've deserved it. They, they And more importantly, Mark, I want to have them the, with the showcase at Mania because we talked about this on the show before. I want to see them in years in the years to come. I want to see the rubber match. I want to see the trilogy. I want to see the Austin rock of the women. I think there's real potential with these two women to deliver in that way. And I think it starts at this year's WrestleMania. So yes, I'm, I'm with you. I'm very excited about this match and what's going to happen in a few weeks, but I'm even more excited about the ramifications going into the decade ahead. I want it to be a main event match. Yeah. 100%. If it's a main event match, it's a historic event. And I can say that I saw, I lived through a time when yes. two women of color faced up in the ultimate of ultimate shows. And that, that just would be something that I would, I would treasure and carry with me. And I don't want it to always be, um, a black thing. I don't want it to always, I want it to be a wrestling thing. I want the world to become so commonplace that nobody even thinks about it. But we got to have but the we're first. We're not there yet. Right. We got to have the first but before we, gotta we get to have the regulars. A first yeah. Before yep. you could do that. Yep. So let's, let's get to it, man. Like let's let, let the world have what they want to see. And we want to see that. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.